0: Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel, and she is a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen, or email her at michelle.mcknight at travelcom Now, on to the show.
1: Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio.
0: Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm your host, Derek Sassman. Of course, I got the legendary Disney dentist with me, Dr. Doug. And Doug, your wife, the Rope Drop Queen, Michelle McKnight, is is she out of the country? She's she's doing some cruising right now.
1: Yeah, she uh, left the country. She sailed away. She got to be on one of the inaugural sailings of the Harmony of the Seas with Royal Caribbean. Um, she does more than Disney. She does uh, all-inclusive stuff and other cruise lines. And so, She's checking out the world's largest cruise ship with a bunch of her other agents from MEI. So it looks like they're having way too good a time for not taking me or you. I'm a
0: little jealous. And and also, it's Mm -hmm. not Disney. You're right. She does do other cruise lines, and it is the world's largest cruise ship. So something that is definitely a bucket list of ours to uh, go on. Um, I've been loving all the pictures, so if you don't follow her on Facebook, she has her own custom Facebook page, and we'll also link to it this week uh, so that you can like and find some good deals and some great tips, uh, not just for Disney, but for uh, Universal and, of course, Royal Caribbean.
1: Yeah, she she's having fun um, without us.
0: I know. So, Michelle, I know you're listening to this. We we do, uh, we, we wish you... Could have. Uh, we're both short. You could have snuck us into some mm-hmm. bags or some overhead compor uh, compartments.
1: We could make We'd it work. We would. We'd make it work. We
0: don't take up so. much room. So uh, in today's show, we have a little bit of fun. One. I know last week we talked about Doug's upcoming trip and kind of uh, his travel plans. Well, the roles are being reversed today. Doug is going to take over as host, and he is going to interview me. Our trip here is. Uh, we are going to be going to Disney's California Adventure the day after, well, a couple days after Thanksgiving. Uh, we're headed out to California, and so, Doug, this is your show now. I am, I am now taking over the role as uh, the guest. You are the host, so let's talk Disney California Adventure and our trip out there.
1: Yeah, so this is exciting. We finally get to venture west. Um, We haven't really talked much about Disneyland on the show. Down the road, we will. We'll get there. We'll talk about why you should go, why every Walt Disney World person should go. This is a little snippet into California Adventure. And uh, last week's show, with my trip preview with Disney World, there's a lot of planning and minutia. So I think this show will really illustrate the big difference between world and land. And so Derek, let's, let's start out with Who's going with you? Define your travel party. Let us know who all is attending this trip.
0: Well, first off, we're flying out to California not just for Disneyland. We are going for Thanksgiving. My dad just recently retired and moved to Palm Springs. Uh, I'm sure we're all jealous of that. Uh, he is loving it out there. It's definitely nice and warm in the winter from his uh, original hometown uh, original place of Minnesota. So we're going to go out there for a few days, uh, visit them, and then before we fly out, and I know we talked about this on an earlier show, it actually was about $100 a ticket cheaper to fly out on that Tuesday than it was on a Monday. And of course, what are you going to do with an extra day in Southern Uh, California, well, we are Rope Drop Radio and we are Disney junkies, so we decided to do Disneyland. The problem was we had two theme parks to choose from and only one day to pick. So we chose California Adventure and uh, my wife and I and two kids will be rope dropping and then later on in the day we will be joined by uh, my dad, stepmom, and uh, I believe my aunt and uncle-in-law will be joining us as well. So our party of four somewhere in the afternoon will become a party of eight.
1: All right. So party of eight, party of four, rope dropping. Um, so are you staying with family that whole time, or are you staying closer to the magic?
0: Oh, uh, we're staying with uh, my uh, with a hotel out in Palm Springs there for the first few nights, and then. Because this is Rope Drop Radio, and we are serious about being one of, if not the first ones to the park, we are staying close um, to uh, California Adventure. The neat thing about uh, going out west is you're not kind of stuck in the Disney bubble. There are hotels really close. In fact, we are staying at the Fairfield Inn which is pretty much closer than any of the Disneyland hotels. So we've stayed um, right next to property before. It's literally a five-minute walk. Uh, These good neighbor hotels do a really great job of incorporating the the kind of the Disney family and the Disney feel. And so, yeah, we're going to be staying right there. We'll be staying there two nights. That way we can uh, ensure a solid rope drop. Uh, because you never know what's going to happen when you have uh, two kids. The last time my kids, it's a two-hour time change. And the last time my kids ended up waking up at 6 a.m. And the parks didn't even open till 10 a.m. So we're staying close. And, and also the other thing is we're staying there before we fly out because it gets late. And we want to make sure we can get to a hotel so our kids can get some good sleep. So two nights at the Fairfield Inn, which was a recommendation by the Rope Drop Queen herself, your wife, Michelle McKnight.
1: Yeah, I believe uh She's actually toured quite a few of those um, good neighbor hotels when she was at a agent education program with MEI. Yep. And uh that's one there were some they went into that they're like no thank you and some others like oh this is really nice. So, so
0: And this is her second recommendation. Uh the first time we went out to Disneyland, she recommended that Howard Johnson. Uh it was fantastic. We almost stayed there again. It's about an extra 5-minute walk and uh we spend an extra twenty dollars a night just to save, uh, just to save five minutes of walking. Uh, also, the McDonald's is in the parking lot. Not that I'm a huge McDonald's fan, but when it comes to saving money and getting a quick breakfast on the go, literally walking to the park, mm-hmm. uh, we'll definitely eat a couple breakfast burritos. And uh, I do enjoy McDonald's coffee, and I will be getting uh, a couple large coffees on the way.
1: Now, this is close enough that you could actually go back and take an afternoon nap. We do, we take a don't take it. If we no. wanted to.
0: yeah, If we yeah. wanted to. Uh, one wanted of my to. favorite pictures of all of our Disney experiences is the last time we went to uh, California Adventure. Both of our kids fell asleep at the exact same time in the stroller. Uh, my daughter was about to turn three. My son was one. And and we have just a great picture, just my wife and I, like, dreams do come true at Disney. And so it was, it, that was actually uh, really fun because then I got to do some of the rides that uh, I couldn't do with kids. And my wife got to do some shopping as well. So I, I know going into this next trip and any trip, uh, you know, uh, for the rest of our lives – uh, our kids will never take a nap at the same time in a stroller in a Disney park. So that was a, a one-in-a-million type chance, and we took advantage of it.
1: There was some pixie dust at work there, Derek. That's the only way to describe that. That was. I think there was yeah. a time change that we didn't think of <laughs> that was at work there. All right. So you mentioned um, flying out. What airport are you flying in and out of?
0: Oh, we're flying out of Omaha, and then I didn't. I I need to look it back up. Uh, This is kind of a trick question. Uh, We're not flying into LAX this time. I've flown in and out of LAX uh, a million times. It's an airport that I completely loathe, and Mm -hmm. we got a really good deal. I'm gonna have to look. It's it's about a ten minute drive from LAX, though. It's south of there. Um, We'll have to put something on our Facebook, but uh, we're gonna try. It's a little bit smaller airport, but Um,
1: not the old John Wayne yeah it might be there. Like, no,
0: it might be the John Wayne yeah that's you're right.
1: one it's about ten minutes to disneyland
0: yep that's that's um, where we're John flying yep. in,
1: yeah that's a wonderful airport, so
0: well hopefully. we're excited we got we got really good ticket deals um to be able to do this, so uh it would be nice to try out a different airport because. Yeah, uh, I I'm sure you've done LAX before. It is I
1: did once and I hopefully hopefully that is a last.
0: I once was stuck in the LAX airport in the international terminal for a little over ten hours and I vowed right then and there that unless I'm flying international, I have no desire to ever do that again.
1: Yeah, I, I think I'm on the same page. I think my kids are on the same page too. We were there at like four AM for a crazy early flight and there's like bums sleeping right there. It like in the terminal, and it was weird. It, so, it definitely yeah, definitely
0: a weird terminal.
1: Let's get back to the Disney bubble here. Um, so you mentioned you had two parks to pick between. So you have the Disneyland Park, California Adventure. Why did you guys choose California Adventure for your one day?
0: It was it was a, a pretty great debate. Um, one that you know any Disney fanatic's gonna love. Do you go to the original? park uh, walt disney's first park disneyland or do you do that california adventure now this is our third time going to california adventure i went there uh right after the park opened it was open about six months and it was um I, I barely remember anything from it except maybe uh actually no i don't remember much of it it was really disappointing that first time and so when my wife and i went when my daughter was uh for her third birthday and then when my son was one uh, we had a really good time at California Adventure, and I feel like for the age of our kids, being both toddlers, this is a really nice park to go to. Uh, it has the Bugs Life area, which is meant exactly for that mm-hmm. uh, two to five year old range. Of course, a lot of younger rides uh, that they'll enjoy, and, and little water fountains and fun things that they they loved. And, and also, they had uh, they have Turtle Taco Crush. They have The uh, Disney Junior live on stage show uh, meet and greets with a lot of the characters they already love and they watch constantly. And then the new Anna and Elsa Frozen um, Royal Welcome is something that we want to try out, even though it's replacing Aladdin, which was one of the best shows ever. So when we started kind of breaking down the age that our kids are and where we're at, it it kind of became a no-brainer that we decided California Adventure uh, with my dad now moving out to Palm Springs, I have a feeling we'll be uh, going out there maybe every other year and we'll get to do both parks um, because we are Disney junkies. We'll either start or end our trips out there. So we knew we'd go back to Disneyland, of course. So I think just right where our kids are, uh, this is the right park to go to. Uh, the Pixar Parade. Another one Mm -hmm. that uh, we have some great pictures of. My kids absolutely love being huge Pixar fans. And then for myself, come on, let's be a little, uh, you know, about me. Uh, Tower of Terror closes very soon, uh, in January. And I want to ride it once more before it becomes Guardians of the Galaxy. So, yeah, maybe be a little selfish with that one.
1: Yeah. Well, you got to be a little bit. You are the one um, making the big decisions, so... You get to make that decision. You know, I'm excited about the new version of the Guardians version. Here, you're excited about the old version. So we're I, on opposite I, ends of the spectrum. I, I'm
0: excited for Guardians, of course. I'm a Marvel fan and, and a Disney fan. Uh, it's just, I got to get that one last hoorah in with the old before it becomes
1: the new. Okay. Okay. I'll let that slide. All right. Well, let's move on here. Just a little. Bit. What is your rope drop plan? Oh, that's.
0: That's a tough one. We've uh, debated it a little bit. I know um, my daughter, and, and it can change. As you know, any road mm-hmm. job plan uh, can change. I, I think what people forget about is the biggest difference between Orlando and California is Fast Passes. Though I've heard yep. a rumor that Fast Passes are in the uh, uh, the twinkle stage, I guess, of you, California adventure.
1: Maybe an experimental I, yep, time with, uh, um, Toy with Toy digital Story Mania. scanners. Yep. um yeah they're so they're still printing them you still have to go get them but they're scanning them mm-hmm. so i don't know if that's just a stepping stone towards magic bands and all that but we'll see they're, so. they're trying to figure it
0: out uh i, I think they're eventually going to get there because it's been so so successful in orlando but i think it's going to become mm-hmm. more of a, a phone based system maybe not the wristband that you hold yeah. we'll see i or a ticket or something um but as of right now, our rope drop plan is to get to Toy Story Midway Mania, so we get to the very back of the park and do that. Uh, my daughter does not like Toy Story Mania, so she is very anti that ride, so I don't know um, how I'm going to convince her that we're going to do it, because she wants to rope drop, of course, the aerial ride. Uh, which I have a feeling, you know, Grandpa and Grandma and some aunts and uncles are going to want to do with her anyway. Yeah. So hopefully we get to Toy Story Mania. Um, I know one other debate is uh, doing a rider swap for uh, the Cars ride, and uh, yeah. but but at the same time, with family being there, it might work out that you know one of our families can watch the kids, and my wife and I, we would prefer doing that ride together. So that one might come down. So you, to wait time.
1: You grabbing any fast passes on your way to Toy Story?
0: Uh, the one I know I'll for sure get is I'm gonna run over and get the World of Color fast pass okay. that you get at the at the um, the water ride. Office. Grizzly. Grizzly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I know that um, we need to. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I mean, the original plan was, you know. Uh, for Toy Story Mania, you get Fast Passes, you go on it, you rope drop, and then you go on it again with the Fast Pass, and then you sprint over to the next thing because after the park opens, uh, it becomes a three-hour wait throughout most of the day. Uh, but, yeah, the, the, if, if we could get it the way we want, is we'd love to get an early afternoon Fast Pass for um, the Cars ride uh, that my wife and I would be able to do together.
1: Yeah, and an early afternoon Fast Pass time You'd probably be looking at getting that like an hour, forty-five minutes into the park being open.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it's, it's pretty crazy um, how you got to kind of be on top of that, watch the wait times kind of rocket upwards and upwards and upwards. But um, so, Toy Story doesn't have Fast Pass yet. Maybe, maybe by the time you're there, maybe not. There's rumors swirling, but uh, yeah, they Get in the World of Color Fast Pass is good. But, you know, that's not attached to the FastPass system. So the old system, you can only hold one FastPass at a time. However, World of Color does not yeah. affect that rule. So you can go right from there and grab, like, a Soren FastPass or uh, California Screamin', none of which you can really utilize because of the height requirements, right?
0: California Screaming was great. I, did the, uh, I, I jumped single rider uh, and, okay. and got through there the last time in about five minutes of waiting. Um, it just, it, it worked perfect for, uh, the time of day I went. So, um, I don't know if I'm going to get lucky with that one again, but you're right. The Cal, uh, world of color. Uh, I learned my lesson and this is, this is huge. And I actually have talked to Michelle about this world of color is crazy and people start getting in line and sitting around the area. Two hours before it Mm -hmm. starts. Now, I didn't know that. I'm thinking, hey, I got a fast pass. I can show up 30 minutes before it starts and be fine. We couldn't find a seat to save our lives. Our kids were exhausted. We were exhausted. And we skipped World of Color. There was no place to sit. And it really has bummed us out. So I know this time around, we are not missing World of Color. We are going to figure out a good strategy um, to be able to do that. If one of us takes the kids to the carousel, King Triton's carousel, for a little bit while the other one kind of sits and holds down Fort, we will figure it out because uh, that was one that we were really bummed out we missed. And also um, Mickey's Fun Wheel was another one that we missed because it shut down a little bit early before World of Color. We Mm -hmm. wanted to do that uh, at night. So uh, we might, one of the plans we have is Rope Drop, uh, Toy Story Mania, and then just right across the street, go to Mickey's Fun Wheel. Yeah, that way that's we not can a bad idea. Sure, that way we can make sure it gets done. We missed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids love Ferris wheels. Um, I, w- whatever, you kind of go up and you see the whole parks and pictures. But they love them, and so we're going to try and make sure we get that done early this time instead of waiting until it's too late.
1: Which version of that ride will you do?
0: Uh, what, Mickey's
1: Fun Wheel? Yeah, there's two two different lines. One is the stationary, just traditional um, Ferris wheel type ride. Yep. The other one has the sliding one where mm-hmm. it goes around and waves and wiggles. and. Well, the one one with the height
0: for the kids, I, I don't, I thought oh, there was only, was yeah, there? There, there's a height, and so we can only do the family one. I would have to look up the, but I remember that from last time is uh, for how tall our kids are not, um, but it
1: Maybe you can do both. You you I don't, have, I don't see a height limit on here. Oh,
0: maybe I was. Uh, I think
1: you're set to do, uh, do both.
0: Uh, then w- yeah. we will probably end up doing whatever one that, uh, has the shorter weight.
1: Yeah. Um, I can't remember which, it's always, one of the two is always shorter. Um, I can't remember which one because I didn't go on it because nobody wanted to get thrown up on and, uh. We have video of Samantha just screaming like she's gonna die um, on the one that swings and slides around. It, it is it is pretty good. Um, so after after those two things, where are you headed next?
0: Well, that is a good question. It depends on when family is. I know this trip's going to be kind of a lot of you know impromptu with family. Um, I know we want to get to. Um, well, uh, you know what? I can tell you exactly where we're going to go after that. We're going to get our way. we got to get to Cars Land pretty early on. Uh, my daughter's first ride ever was the uh, Junkyard Jamboree. She loved it. We have some great pictures. I got to take her on her first ride, and uh, my son has really wanted to do it. So we're going to do the whole family uh, on Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, and of course Luigi's, uh, I believe it's Luigi's Tires uh, ride, and kind of... Oh,
1: that- It's Rollicking Roadsters.
0: That's what it is. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It changed.
0: And uh, so we're going to do kind of the whole Cars area. And I think by the time we get done with that, then uh, the rest of the family will be there. uh, And then we'll probably end up moving our way over to A Bug's Life since it's right there. Mm -hmm. And and I think uh, if we can play it perfectly, what I love is every time you play uh, anything Disney – um, you're like, hey, here are my plans, and then plans always change. So if we, get, the way I would love it is, uh, my uh, my family or my wife's uh, family would take the kids on a couple of the Bugs Life rides while we get to go do Tower of Terror, which is literally right next. Which I've never understood by the park, and maybe yeah. they're going to change that a bit with Guardians of the Galaxy, but. Here you are in a Bug's Life land and you look up and you hear the screams of all these people uh, screaming for their lives as they get dropped down the Tower of Terror.
1: Yeah, I, you know, it's, schematically, it's part of Hollywood land, but it's like back off, removed, it looks more like Bug's Land or Bug's Life. A Bug's Land, sorry, that's the right name, but yeah, it's right, right there next to it. It'll be interesting to see where Marvel land really goes, and if Bug's life area will survive. I hope it does cuz I think it's a very needed thing for that park.
0: I, I um, think it's the kids love my kids I I couldn't believe at ages 1 and uh 3 how much they really loved it without seeing the movie. That that was even the bigger thing. They've never seen the movie. Uh it's not one that we've really introduced to. Them. Maybe we will this time around. Uh but they just had so much fun riding those rides, and the, I think it's uh, just some of the water things. Kids are easily entertained by things like yeah. that. I was like, wee, yay, flicks, flyers, and all that stuff. So, um, But kids love it, and so I hope it doesn't disappear. I do hope somehow they're able to add a little bit more property and get that Marvel Land area. Um, maybe I, I don't know what they're going to do but they're going to have to acquire a little bit more land that's the uh, that's the difference between california and orlando orlando they have a lot more land california you know they they when they buy land away from one of the properties around them they're paying a premium for that so it's really taken a, a while to expand both theme parks
1: yeah it will be interesting cuz they've made some acquisitions of some of those hotels across the street I don't think the Fairfield Inn's one of them, but some of the others, and there's talk of another parking garage further over there, Mm -hmm. and then like the walkway you would be taking to get in there, they're going to eliminate to where you have to walk away from the park, the walk into the park, and a lot of rumors and
0: yeah, they did. It sounds like they they are going with the the, another hotel, a fourth hotel out there, which sounds pretty, uh, pretty, pretty cool. So yeah, real fancy. And, uh, and the parking garage, it is, if you've ever been out there though, the parking garage is the biggest parking garage I've ever been in or seen. It is massive.
1: It's huge. It, it makes those new parking garage at Disney Springs seem kind of like, yeah, they're, they're, they're good sized.
0: And you even said, uh, I know we were just talking the other day, it's like, hey, will you go on top of the garage and try to get a zoom lens and take pictures of the new Star Wars area? And I was, No. Because <laughs> it would take so much time to get up to the top and down and just, no, I'm not I'm not doing it. You don't want to
1: walk a half mile out of your way in a parking garage? Come on, Derek. Nothing, just research st- for the show. Yeah,
0: nothing sounds more fun. So I'm going to let you take all the pictures of what's going on in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll take some more when we get out there in February and we can co- compare and contrast. But there's plenty of things online, satellite pictures and stuff like that of all the uh, buildings uh, going on in uh, in Disneyland. And also, we're going to be doing our Disneyland special uh, or our Star Wars special here with uh, Rogue One opening in a couple weeks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, any other attractions that uh, are must do's for you guys? We well, cover all the bases.
0: Well, I know we, we said it for a second, but I, I got to say it again. My daughter is obsessed with Ariel's, uh, the Ariel ride. And so, that one is, is going to be a must do maybe uh, a couple times. Um, you know, I, I the uh, the parade, the show, Anna and Elsa's uh, royal welcome, uh, really great. If I can get on California Screamin', I really, really hope to do that. It was fun. Uh, we're gonna skip. There's a couple rides uh, now that we've experienced it. We're gonna skip uh, like the the um, uh, Monsters Inc. ride out there. Uh, a little yeah. little depressed with how bad. underwhelming. I, I was. I, I expected a little bit better because uh, the laugh floor is so great. Um, so we're going to skip that this time around. Um, there's a handful of cal- uh, character meet and greets we want to make sure we do. Of course, the Disney Junior ones, and then mm-hmm. Lightning McQueen and Mater will will probably come back around to make sure we get pictures of both of them. My son is a, a Cars fan. Um, and then got to find Mickey and Minnie throughout the park as well.
1: Yeah, and kind of along that uh, Buena Vista Street, you can find them meeting as their newsies self, Mm -hmm. or they might be in holiday attire, actually, they'll probably be in Christmas garb, so it'll be Christmas time. And be, yep, be watching our social
0: media, we'll be putting it up there, and it'll be great, because you, you guys are, I think you're flying back the day we are going to the park?
1: fly home the Saturday after Thanksgiving.
0: Okay, so so we, we go on Monday, so... Uh, so if you follow us on Facebook or Twitter, we will have plenty of pictures from all the parks and the crews uh, throughout yeah. the Thanksgiving holiday season.
1: Maybe a little overload, but you can handle it, listeners. You can handle mm-hmm. it. All right. Um, all right. Let's move on from attractions to my favorite topic of food. So I, I love to eat. Yes. Any dining must-dos or plans?
0: Well, if you've never gone and you have a little girl, i got to recommend Ariel's Grotto. I know it's kind of got hit-and-miss reviews. We went there. We took our daughter there for her third birthday. Uh, We loved it so much that we actually bought one of those really expensive pictures of my daughter and Ariel, wink-wink, girl dressed up like Ariel. So, uh, But you also get to see all the princesses. We are not doing that again this time. Uh, We're doing... I think we're doing three character meals when we're in disney world so we decided to take a break yeah, from uh we got a budget yeah something. something um so when you go with a family and an extended family uh we're kind of kind of winging it uh, we do have a couple i know for myself uh, i've heard so much about and i think you may have tried one of these the Flo's cozy cone chili cone i've heard so many people recommend it i skipped it the last time we were there But now I know it is a must-do. So when we get to the cars area, I'm going to head over to Flo's and get one of these chili cheese
1: cones. Have you had one? Okay, so not the chili cheese cone um, at the Cozy Cone Motel. My wife said no. She said, it's too late at night. You will have heartburn. Stop. So there's like four different cones. Like one has popcorn in it. One has like churros and uh, one's got soft serve ice cream and the other has these cones of wonderful goodness, heartburn in a, in like a doughy cone. It looks amazing. I want you to eat that. Let me know. And I will, uh, experience it through you you today. know what
0: maybe maybe i'll even go live and do a live review as i if, if people want to watch me eat it it might just be you watching me eat it um, no. uh, but uh, i will definitely do that for you but no that that is one that it's funny over the last few months i've heard a lot of people have really given it pretty good reviews and it's one of those things i have a, i have an amazing chili and i love chili and so chilly time of year so i'm gonna I'm gonna check it out that is a must
1: do I think so and you know that's something that could either work as a snack or a meal depending on how else you've snacked throughout the day so it's got some flexibility um, any of the the counter service restaurants you guys plan on sitting down as a family with- i
0: I don't really think we're gonna. I don't think we're really gonna sit down. I know uh, we'll probably hit up McDonald's, as bummer as that sounds, on the way in because it's right there next to our hotel, and um, probably eat as much as we can, and then eat at Flo's. But we'll probably, we'll definitely eat somewhere at one of the counter services. But when you go, I I learned very early on that when you go with toddlers, they get hungry at the most inconvenient time, Mm -hmm. and I know um, this last time eating at the Magic Kingdom. Wherever we were, uh, we just we stopped and we're like, hey, where's the nearest uh, place to eat? And we got whatever they wanted there. So we're kind of playing that one uh, by ear, which is sometimes some of my favorite things to do because you can stumble upon some really good food. One place that I know I'm going to go is, uh, I know you're not the beer drinker, I am, the Bayside Brews, really hilarious. My wife and I stumbled upon it, didn't even know it was there this last time uh, we were there. Uh, it's all by Par- Paradise Pier, right where the parade kind of either starts or ends, depending on the day. And uh, it was when both my kids were taking a nap in the stroller. Uh, I was like, "Ooh, a beer cart!" And being a, a beer connoisseur, I was like, "I got to try one of these like seven or eight dollar beers." And it was really good. But we got some really funny pictures, and uh, and so I I think that's going to be one of my traditions. Will be uh, whenever I'm down in that area, I'll have to get a Bayside Brew.
1: Yeah, it th- sounds like a good tradition, really, Derek. I, I don't think you can go wrong there. Um, you know, food-wise, California Venture actually has a lot of options out there for counter service. There's one whole area of the park. I think it's kind of weird that it's the entire area. Mm-hmm. It's the Pacific Wharf. The only attraction there... Is the bakery tour where you can watch them make sourdough bread, mm-hmm. which our kids were fascinated by because at the end they like cut out for the bowl, the sourdough bowl, and they like flick it at the window. So whenever you're watching, they, they're not flicking it at the window before you're watching, but as soon as your face is right there, mm-hmm. the lady like hit them in the face with a piece of bread, although it was glass. So my kids like jumped and screamed. But the rest of it is just food. Well, and yeah, the it's, Pacific it's World uh, area. Cafe,
0: I've heard great things about. And so that's that's definitely and and some of these things aren't that bad a priced.
1: So yeah, there's a lot of options. Um it since you're going with family, one thing I was thinking is you may have some different palettes you have mm-hmm. to appeal to. Um everybody may not want burger and fries. So you can go to that area and one person can get um Mexican food, one person can get Chinese food, and they're just across each from each other, almost like a food court. Um, with a whole bunch of outside seating, so that that's something like it's an area that doesn't really exist at Disney World. It's almost like a food and wine festival, permanently, just there.
0: Oh yeah, and they have a lot of different wine tasting things going mm-hmm. on in California Adventure. Definitely uh, something we're going to look forward to, maybe in a future trip.
1: Yeah. Any anything you're not looking forward to on this trip, Derek? What what big challenges are you not looking forward to
0: I'll tell you what uh, I know I've talked to your wife about this a little bit and it's the crowds um, going right after Thanksgiving it can be it can be hit and miss I mean how many people have the same idea we have hey let's leave on Tuesday or uh, we're hoping that a lot of the locals have to go back to work on that Monday yeah. uh, if, if we can get the park to ourselves for a little bit in the morning um, Something really hoping that we can get. I, I know the last time we went to California Adventure, it worked out really well. Felt like the crowds were about two hours behind us, so we got to be able to do quite a bit uh, before they kind of stormed the castle. Well, it's not castle, it kind of stormed that area. Um, so, uh, but yeah. It was, when when you're planning a Disney, any one of the parks, I mean, the crowds and you have no, you can go on one of the lower rated days, and that just seems to be the day that everyone goes to that park. And so you, you never know. That's the that's the thing, and it it always bugs me because it's so hard to plan. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: What what what's going to happen on a Monday after Thanksgiving?
1: That is a wild card of a day, and one of the other scary things about a day that might be lower compared to the days around it is they may lower staffing. Mm -hmm. So some rides that may run two tracks, they may just do one. So essentially they double the wait time somewhere as to what it could be. Grant, this could still be better than all the previous days of that weekend, but it could be lower. So you never know, like crowds may not be bad, but staffing may be lower and that can affect things. And, um, you know, that you never know until you're there. Uh, but I think that'd be a pretty good day to go. I, I think hope so. think you'll be in pretty weather, good shape. Weather,
0: you always got to worry it, about weather. and uh... Yeah,
1: it could be like a little cool, especially in the morning, because it'll be dark while you're sitting there waiting for the park to open, and then it'll be dark about 4.45 at night. It gets dark really early there. Um, so that can cool off, so you got to have that jacket ready, but uh, let's be honest, it's California cool, not:
0: not Nebraska. Midwest yeah.
1: cold, so uh, you won't get any sympathy if you say you're cold while you're on vacation in California.
0: No, I'm, uh, the other thing I'm kind of worried about um, with uh, a couple of the attractions, especially worlds of color, uh, I mean that is a must-do for us, so uh, the fact that we missed it this last time, uh, because there's just so many people uh, putting a plan together, I, I, we just don't want to miss it again. We want to have good seats. So it's something that we're going to have to kind of plan throughout the day. When do we get over there? When do we sit? And kind of how long do we uh, have to entertain our kids yeah. before it starts? I mean, I have a phone, and I can give them some Disney Junior. But uh, are we going to be – I mean, they suggested one to two hours, and that's a long time to be sitting waiting.
1: Yeah, last November when we were there, we, uh, the first time we did it, we didn't get the best spot. Um, we had the Fast Pass showed up a little bit before the Fast Pass time. We're like, oh, there's people, lots of lots of people waiting to get in. So the next time I went and I stood in like the Fast Pass bullpen type of thing, mm-hmm. um, shoulder to shoulder for 45 minutes straight. Um, I was all alone. And uh, Michelle was on California screaming, and then she's texting me, like, no, do another one, do another one. And they got that right as they opened it to let us in. They kind of came behind the initial surge, and I, I stood with, you know, I had two bags and protected space, and I had people, like, try to stand right next to me, like, nope, 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 and they got there, and and then uh, two people actually came and stood behind me. He's like, you look like you're saving spots for two very short people. I'm like, yep, I got a family coming, and they stood behind us. We ended up talking to them for the next hour, so it was an hour and 45 minutes, but,
0: and yeah. uh,
1: I got one of the... I didn't get a front rail, but we got on a rail further back. There's different tiers. Mm-hmm. So my goal is to get like, the less popular rail just to make sure I got it. Um, for about a half hour before the show starts, they actually play a game kind of like Simon. The old Simon game where you push the colors on the little, I don't know, circular thing. They play it on the wheel, but you uh, log in on your phone. Oh, They okay. provide free Wi-Fi um, to go to a certain website. Why not just give us Wi-Fi to begin with, Disneyland? Um, but they give you Wi-Fi to play the game, and then whoever wins that round gets to control the lights on the fun wheel for like 30 seconds or something. Um, we did not win. so But uh, it did distract the kids. So make sure you have a couple extra devices so um, no one's fighting over who gets them. That would be my tip there. But yeah, World of Color, it's great. But it is a hassle. It is a bit of a headache.
0: And that's why we uh, definitely uh, are part of this uh, digital generation. We will pack phones with Disney Junior with the kids and, of course, that portable charger that uh, your wife got us. Um, You know, anything you can do to entertain the kids there for a little bit. I know I'm excited because World of Color is doing its season of light uh we'll be starting right around then so we'll get the uh we we don't even get the regular world of color we'll be getting kind of the uh holiday. holiday one and so th- that even makes it uh even more that i do not want to miss this
1: yeah and because it's the special one that means it'll get more locals because mm-hmm. you can only see it between mid-november and christmas so that adds a little bit of anxiety to that crowd. Um, you do find a lot more locals, although that Monday, I, you would think the locals would go over the long weekend, but what do I know? Um, we were able to see both shows on our on our trip. And actually, I think on those days, they showed an uh, early show was the regular one. The late show was the Christmas one or the holiday one. So when you're getting your Fast Pass, you had to make sure you got the show you wanted. Mm -hmm. Uh, The cast members were very helpful in making sure you got to the right machines, though. Um, Alden heard that they're changing the show, right? This is the first year for the new version. Um, Last year was the Frozen version, and uh, it was hosted by Olaf. And so one song was Follow the Bouncing Butt, because you followed Olaf's butt. I like it. So I, I... we feel for you that you don't get a bouncing butt
0: i'm I'm sad the the other thing um, I want to hit up uh, that I'm excited for and my daughter doesn't really know she she's hoping but uh Princess Elena has a musical grand arrival uh, at the uh at the paradise pier and it's only happening right there in that November and December area and um, i'm I'm one of those you know i We've had experiences where things have been delayed or not done, or I I never want to be that day, hey, this is the day that we're not doing it, uh, because I think that will be my daughter's Mm -hmm. next uh, princess dress will be uh, Elena, and so it always scares me when they say, hey, we're doing this limited time show for only a month Mm -hmm. or two, and then we go down there, oh yeah, we're putting... It, we're pushing it off like uh, so many other shows that have happened. So uh, that's another thing that scares me is just having these expectations. When you go with kids, you want them to have a good time. You're paying for them. And, and so uh, when when you know there's a character or a show or a restaurant they want to go to and it's either under refurbishment or um, they understaff that day, that stuff always scares me as a parent.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of stress and planning, especially when you only go every now and then. Mm-hmm. And uh that Elena thing, you know, that's that's uh there's like a I don't know, a Latin Christmas area over there in that corner of the park and I think they had a like a Felice Navidad show going on all through the Christmas season, so she's probably part of that or replaced that. So hopefully it will continue through Christmas and then we'll see what they do with her.
0: As long as, a, as long as my daughter gets to meet her, we are good. That is uh, that is kind of her new princess right now. And so, uh, if we don't meet her uh, in California Adventure, then Michelle, who does all of our uh, fast passes for uh, February and all of our uh, Walt Disney World, that will be a must do fast pass. That'll be yeah. like getting up at six a.m. fast pass.
1: Yeah, it will be worth it. So, oh, any any last thoughts, Derek? we wrap it up here on put a bow on california adventure this holiday season. you know
0: i am really excited um for it uh, you know it's definitely going to be a good park good experience i know we are we are in vacation after all the the political season and the work season if you don't know what i do my my busiest month of year is always november uh late october early november and so i am just so ready for uh, a vacation with my family and thanksgiving uh and just one day at the park, and kind of give you uh, that 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 what you need, that Disney magic, what you need, kind of carry over for a little bit.
1: Awesome. Well, I think you guys are gonna have an excellent time. We look forward to hearing about it when you get back. Yep. Um, we'll be doing I, your
0: we'll be doing your post show or your post uh, trip report
1: and mine mm-hmm. uh, here pretty quick. So yeah, so you'll hear all about our trials and tribulations. And our, I, our I think and our I think that's going to be
0: some of my most fun, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to those podcasts uh, just to hear, you know, because you do, you have so many expectations as a parent, as a traveler. Uh, some of you might be listening and you know that you only get one shot at Disney and uh, mm-hmm. you save up for it, you do it. And then that one thing you want to do is under refurbishment or uh, closed or you, you never know. Um, and so these will be the podcasts where it's like, hey, this is what we expected, and this is what happened. And when you travel with kids, tantrums can happen at any time. No. I know. What? They're, I've told my kids, I'm like, you are not allowed to throw a tantrum. We are at the happiest place on earth. Um, but they do happen. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that that will be one that we will definitely – I mean your kids are a little bit older – um, I
1: still whine, and it's just different. It's just different tantrums now.
0: I want a dole whip! I can see that one.
1: Yeah, they're already, every time they go on a ride now without me, they're going to accuse me of getting a dole whip. I don't, I should I should watch what I say on the show because now they know too much. Ah, good point. We go. or I need an edited version just for them.
0: That's why they call you uh, Doug the Dole Whip McKnight.
1: You know that rolls right off the tongue. Yep, perfect, perfect yep.
0: new nickname. No more the dent, the Disney dentist. You are the Dole yep. Whip. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, but you're right. That's all the time. Do you want to close out the show tonight? You've been taking over as host. Um,
1: sure. Yeah. So, um, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, go to iTunes and subscribe. Um, follow along on the social media. I think it's fun. Interact. Uh, we like to answer questions. Send them our way. If you have big questions, ask us. We'll eventually do a question, listening, listener question show. This is why you get the uh, hosting job. But uh, we love interacting with our listeners and we re- appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to iTunes, leave a review, um, five stars if you can we, find them. And more.
0: we have a lot. Oh. We have uh, like 22 five star reviews yeah. and, and only so, one negative. So that's good. Oh,
1: yeah. That We banned that person from the show too, but no, we, didn't, we can't ban somebody. So go, go leave a review. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, any feedback we appreciate. So thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us ramble about Disney a little bit, and uh, hopefully you'll come back and listen to a little bit more. Uh, for Derek Sassman, I'm Doug McKnight. This has been another episode of Rope Drop Radio.
0: I think you're going to become the new host.